and one at home. Okay. Tell me when you're ready and then I'll, okay. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> you're listening to Creatrix Culture. I am your host, Sarah Wolf. And today we are with a dear friend, Brenda Banda, and we are going to dive into water and we have not talked about water on the show. And she comes here with a wealth of knowledge and on the physical end, on the quantum and spiritual end, and there's just so many layers to water. So we we don't even know exactly in what direction this is going to flow. We're just <laughs> going to dive in and let it flow and see what the intelligence of water and spirit want to share with us today. And I'm really excited about this. So thank you for being here. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. This is a beautiful opportunity. I'm also going to just let spirit be like, just water spirit, just talk through me because um, I've learned so much. Um, I'm, I've, I'm, I've always been a little curious pod, you know, a little curious gal. Even when I was like 18, I would, I was a weirdo. I would sit around watching documentaries and take notes. So I'm really like, and I'm a Gemini and Gemini is just a little cerebral. So I'm going to just just flow. Um, I got it. I, 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 the reason I'm so into water is because my mother is going through cancer and I got her this living water machine. It is an amazing machine. Um, and so I jumped into learning about, well, what type of water are we drinking? What is living water? I didn't know like what a living water was. Well, it turns out, and we've heard this in the Bible, right? Living water, you drink out of the uh, rivers of living water. Mm -hmm. It's such a thing, right? And the very first example that is going to be so easy for people to understand the difference between living water and, for example, dead water. There's no real dead water, but but we say that because of this. So the water that we buy in the stores, for example, um, is bottled, right? And you're drinking juice. I saw you drink your green juice, like right. So mm -hmm. when we when we green when we juice every morning, we don't wait two weeks to drink it. We don't wait three months, you know, three years. And some of the bottles that are sold to us are three months to three years old. Wow. We would, right. We would never do that with um, juice because we know that that is living. Right. Um, and if we could, you know, pick these fruits fresh and juice them, then we know we'd have even more nutrients. Right. Mm -hmm. Now we've been told all our lives, you know, eat your fruits and vegetables, but we, you know, we're lacking so much education. Um, energetically to begin with just so people can really like digest it but like spiritually then after that right so like why are we told to drink our fruits uh or to eat our fruits and vegetables here's why there is information there is water there is water in these fruits and it's different than the water that we drink and, my, and actually we don't have access to the water that we should be drinking and the water in fruits is different one of the main reasons why it's different is because it has antioxidants and antioxidants are uh, full of electrons. They donate electrons to us. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we are electromagnetic. And it took me a while to understand that. What do you mean we're electromagnetic? I had heard that before. I didn't understand. Well, this is the simplest example to that. When somebody has cardiac arrest, how do they revive them? With the defibrillator. Mm -hmm. And then when they come to, that's electricity, a shock to the heart, right? This is an electrical center. And right after that, they give them a water IV, which is, it's, it's oh. saving. You see that? Mm -hmm. So the, so then everything started to come full circle and I'm, you know, a little geek. So when I started learning all this, I was like, oh my goodness. So no wonder this, this machine is, 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 you know, 
has a nutritional value with the water. And this is why it's doing such good service to help people with their health, because it's like you're being every day, you're being revived and you're being given an IV. Um, mm -hmm. Right. And then um, water that comes in bottles, for example, sometimes they have additives. And I, you, did you guys know that like water has additives? Like you think that water is this pure water. You, yeah. You look at the back, you see that there's ingredients. You wanted to ask. I mean, you? yeah, no, it kind of makes sense though, because if you think about it, if you're bottling water and it's just sitting like stale and stagnant, it's going to get that weird taste and smell of like, I don't even know what is that a mold? Is it a it's just staleness? Like it smells, so, smells like rotten egg, like if you close water. So, they have so it makes sense that they would have to do something or algae forming, right? So even if you have big water tanks, it's like how to properly, like I looked up once, like how to properly, I don't even know why I was looking for something else, store water, make sure your water doesn't turn mm -hmm. is putting like, they put, that's why they put like bleach in it because it's just, if you have a big water tank, it's just sitting there. So how do you make sure that algae doesn't grow and how like, you know, other things don't form in your water? Well, water is meant to flow, right? Mm -hmm. And think of yourself, and I'm going to go all over the place here, so forgive me, audience, but that's just how we go. So think of yourself as, we are containers of water. Mm -hmm. We do not, the, the, the law, when the, one of the universal laws that I was told by um, one of the spiritual followers that, that I, that is one of my guides and I follow, um, he said, there's one major universal law, and that is the law of expansion. And we are to expand. And this is going to the conversation we were having earlier, learning is part of the process and being new and asking questions. So when you have water that's not flowing, when we are water that's not learning and flowing and having new experiences, we become dead water. Mm. And I had a teacher too, a spiritual teacher uh, when I was in, like, around 23 to 25, she was intense, but she, she, she used to say, she's like, she would say, um, not learning is death. Newness is life always learning something new um and that i think that is because that makes your water flow you makes your brain think it makes your electrons move right and you're and and, mm -hmm. and and we know that um generators for example a big water uh a, a power plants have water there's even theories of like um the the pyramids that they were power plants and that they had water flowing at the bottom because it releases electrons mm -hmm. so so the first lesson is okay Am I drinking living water? Am I, am I drinking dead water, right? And this is not to panic anybody, right? Your body needs those electrons. So maybe you, you know, these machines are medical grade machines and they do cost, you know, a nice chunk of money. And if you do the math, you're really already spending it. You're already spending it on water and on cleaning supplies. This machine makes like, and that's another thing. It really uh, reduces plastic, but maybe some people are like, well, until I can afford, or maybe I'll never afford, like, what can I do? You need to eat more fruits and vegetables. Mm -hmm. okay. um, coconut water, fresh coconut water. You want to stay away from plastic. There's a, people will say, well, I, you know, I drink this bottle and it's um, like aquapana and it's in glass and like really good step because it's not plastic, but it's not living water. Right. And right. even some people will say, well, um, and these are the luckiest people. They're like, well, actually I, um, I have fresh water and I live by a, a river. Mm -hmm. right? And I'm like, whoa, like that is like, if you, if you have that, you probably have the best water 
than anybody around other than having this machine. And I, and I know it sounds crazy because you're like, what do you mean? How is it? How is a healthy water going to come from a machine? Well, the process of making this water in nature is through electricity, through uh, lightning storms. Mm. And, and number two, in original water that the original water that scientists studied to make these machines, um, there are six to seven miracle aquifers around the world. Okay. And this is the blue zones where people live over a hundred years old. And I've heard before that we're supposed to live up to 120. And even, I believe even more, the Bible. Actually, we're supposed to live like to like 900. (laughs) We're, We're like, we've been like completely hijacked on our life span. So hijacked. I mean, my mom, you know, when she's battling cancer, she's like, oh, you know, it's just part of old age. And I'm like, do you know how infant 60 is? You know, and and of course I sound crazy because, you know, I believe things like what it says in the Bible. And, you know, I'm like, no, I I really believe that in my heart of hearts. I feel like a lot of us are born really connected spiritually. And so there's some information that just we're like, "Mm, I I don't know where I come from, wherever that is. (laughs) Yeah. 900 years. That's not, that's not right. Or yeah. I mean, even when I first, like my consciousness, like where I remember and it was three years old and I'm like learning stuff in the Catholic religion, to be honest. And I was like, this isn't right. Like, I don't know what is right, but I know that this, this story or this thing you're telling me, this is not right. Yeah. And inner knowing, right. Yeah. Inner knowing. And um, that's how I well, look, I'm not, I'm not formally educated. I don't have any certificates, but I do have discernment and I do have connection. And, um, sometimes I hear things and your you know, listeners and people listening here, they know truth. You can feel truth. There is like a significant, and if you learn to, oh, okay, that was truth. And this is what it felt like. You will know discernment. That's what it is. It's a vibration. It's a, I can it's, tell when anyone's lying at any time. I don't even know, need to know at the end of the day what the truth is, but I'm picking up on the energetic vibration of that their words are not in integrity. Mm-hmm. They're not matching their, their lips are not matching what they're saying, their body language, right? Everything. Mm-hmm. And I'm being given an energy that's like the vibration is like, this is a lie. Yeah. It's like something's being covered up or something. It's not pure. It's like dissonance. It's like, it's like that screeching on the, on the, on the chalkboard, right? It's like something's, oh, I don't, and, and I, and I grew up like that where I was like, I don't know why I don't like this person. I don't know why Uh, I can't be around. No, I don't want to be around that person to make me uncomfortable because they're not in their truth and no judgment, but I was very sensitive to that. Um, Anyway, so how did this water come to be? They went and tested all these waters, aquifers all over the world, and they found out, um, number one, that it's an abundance of molecular hydrogen. And molecular hydrogen is the world's strongest antioxidant. And Mm. where you find these the most are um, Lourdes, France. Have you heard about Lourdes, France, the miracles that the Vatican has? They have a book of miracles. And it is there's the story of this little girl who um, was like a peasant girl. And the Virgin Mary appeared to her, told her that there was miraculous water and she had to dig. And she went into town and told everybody, we have to dig, there's miracle water. And because she was a peasant, she she was crazy it was crazy and so she her and her sister used to play out in this uh, in the mountains in the fields or whatever and um the virgin mary appeared to her one more time 
and said, you know, you have to start digging. So here, this little girl started digging and water started to flow. And this is one of the miracle aquifers that was tested till this day. People that do pilgrimage, you can look it up. It's called Lourdes, France and um, Miracle Water. And they have bathing pools and they have drinking water where people go fill up and they have recorded miracles. Um, because there you're dealing with not only the world's strongest antioxidant, but you're also dealing with faith, right? So you can imagine. And up till now, I think the Vatican has only like about maybe 80 like certified miracles, but people claim like thousands, same miracles mm -hmm. of health of like coming in in wheelchairs and then they're getting up and they're walking, right? So that's one of them that I, I love to think about. And then the other one is, um, it's in uh, Pakistan. It's the, um, I forget their name, but there's a, there's, they, they live in the mountains and there's like a, this lake and the lake, when I pour my water, I was going to go downstairs, but sometimes people are like, my mom likes to grab stuff and I don't want to make noise. But when I pour my water from my machine, it looks cloudy. And if you look, there's little tiny bubbles and that's the hydrogen. It's gas, right? Mm -hmm. um, you look at the river in the Hunsa people. There it is, the Hunsa people. And the river, when they um, when you see the river, it also looks cloudy like that. And it's full of this molecular hydrogen. Wow. One. Mm -hmm. I'm going to trip you out in this next one. The other thing that I learned within this community about this type of water is that it's glacier water because that's ancient water. And that ancient water is different than today's water because our water is like recycled and reused or whatever. But if you can imagine ancient water, and we know that water stores information, mm -hmm. right? We, we already know this in the spiritual community. And if people don't know that, you can look that up. So water stores information. So you can imagine rushed like around Russia and these Hunza people, um, anywhere where there's a glacier, as the water is melting, right? That water is like, I can't say virgin water, but compared to our water, it's virgin water, but also in infused with ancient knowledge. And then people are drinking that water. So this workshop that I did made me see this whole global warming in a different way. She's like, the global warming and these ice uh, caps melting, she's like, it's not what people think. It is the awakening. This, this knowledge is melting and entering our water and in the atmosphere. And then we, that's, it's helping people wake up. And it, I'm getting chills. I'm like, that blew my mind. And it is, this is why these people who live around these glaciers live for so long and are so healthy. Not only do they have the um, abundance of the molecular hydrogen, but they're drinking the ancient wisdom. And I'm like, oh, they're so lucky, right? So the next right. thing is this machine that I bought my mom um, that mimics the hydrogen. And then, you know, of course it doesn't have the wisdom, but I always, I, as soon as I got this machine, I always like would give thanks to before. And you can do this with your water, you know, and, and it makes a difference. Yeah. If you can imagine being water going through all these pipes, going through all these, water is meant to flow like circularly, like femininely, but there's all these right angles and it's so dirty. And if you guys ever looked at the pipes in your water, it's horrible. Can you imagine being water and finally being restored to your original state and being cleansed off that stuff? And then people drinking you and appreciate you because everybody who has these machines and who drinks this water, they're thankful because it's just, they see the difference in their body. So I like to connect all of that. And I, I like to say that I'm in partnership with water and that if I were water, I'd be thankful uh, to go through that process, right? And then of course my body's thankful. So that's just a little bit of history on where does this water come from and why did they make these machines and why would anybody want to buy a machine that makes this? And it's like, well, because we that's where we are. We live in cities and we're far away from glaciers. And by the time water gets to us, 
no bueno. But what can you do to empower yourself, you know, when you don't have the money for these machines or you're saving up? Sit with water and think it. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah, right. Yeah. The thing about I'm with you on the thing about global warming is I I've I've actually I've always felt like there's something bigger to it than well, because I think there's something bigger to everything than what we're told. And I'm like, I was on the like, okay, what's the truth behind it? Or what's being kind of like hidden or what, you know? And there's so much in the earth. Gosh, sorry. There's so much noise outside my house today. I don't know what's happening, but- I can't hear it. It's okay. Um, we are in like, I mean, it's it's really interesting that I didn't ever hear about that, about the glaciers melting and the ancient wisdom stuck in all that. But it like it's so in a light, fully in alignment with with the great awakening that we're going through and the remembrance and the leveling up of our species. And I mean, it, it all just like falls and then why there would be such on the opposite end, like this really big push for like keeping it. it's bad, it's bad. And we got, you know, do all this stuff. So like, once again, it's like right in alignment of finding different ways to keep consciousness contained and keep consciousness down when if we know anything about water, it's going to find its way to flow anyway. So it's like, you're not going to be able to contain this one. And, and if you think about water being wisdom and just what's been prophesized for this time, like there's no stopping it. I almost feel now that now we're getting into the spiritual aspect. I feel like any attempts to stop, it only makes it stronger and faster. And I know this because as a spiritual person going through my dark night of the soul and trying to fight that, it's like, oh, okay, you don't want to listen now. And then the next time it's like double whammy, triple. And I've learned my lesson where I'm like, you know what? (laughs) I'm just going to try to pay attention the first time because if I don't listen, it's worse. And it's not that you're being punished. It is because Mm -hmm. the message needs to get across. And so if I'm like, hey, Sarah, and you're like, hey, Sarah, then I have to throw something at you so that you can turn around because I need to give this, I need you to get this message, right? Right. Yeah, I, I, I know that for a lot of people, this time period is chaotic and feels chaotic. But hey, I'm sure that your body was like this pregnancy, you know, is chaotic for whoever has kids. And look, we have a beautiful baby. So there's there. <laughs> I feel like as a, the spiritual side of me is really enjoying the ride. I'm like, mm-hmm. I, the little that I watch on the news or like whatever I hear is happening. I literally want to grab popcorn and be like, as a spiritual person, like, oh, my, I came down for this. I have front <laughs> And, but then the human side of me is like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like, I think I said it at your house. It's the game that I like to play called 3d 5d. Right. <laughs> so it's like the five dimensional selves of us can see and want to watch like this movie. And we're like, totally get it. And we're like, yes, we're like, you know, I know that this needs to get really bad in order for it to get better. And I know that like, oh, that makes sense for those things to come into play there. And to like, Maybe if that gnarly thing is what needs to happen to have someone have a great awakening, you know, but then when you're down here, like running through it as like your human avatar and you have built in fears in the, you know, mammalian brain and all this stuff, it's pretty gnarly. It's intense. And, you know, I, I pride myself in my connectedness to spirit, but man, I never escape it. I'm like, never shake off this humanness. And 
it's it's part of the it's part of the game right it's part of the it's part like it's meant to be that way so that you do grow if it wasn't that gnarly and that intense you wouldn't have the aha moments you wouldn't suffer in a way that made you change right right do I feel like you have to suffer through no because I think like you know there are spiritual people that just they're just flowing and they just get it but we are, you know, stubborn. And also it's pick your truth, you pick your, your adventure, right? Like my little avatar, he likes the human life. And, you know, so I'm going to do, and I'm going to do it consciously, right? The whole point of like, what we were having the conversation earlier is like, I'm not going to live through life as a victim. Like, you know, I can see, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to have some 3D fun. Yeah. <laughs> right? And uh, own up to that. So, um, the other thing that I wanted to talk about water that I found out uh, sometime recently ago is that it's everywhere. Like it's in the air. Do you know that, they, that, that there's machines that actually collect water from the air and can give you water, drinking water? There's even these bags that where people live like by the by the sea and their their clothing gets like really mildewy and smelly or whatever. They put these bags and they, and they sell them on like TikTok and, and then you can just collect the water there so it doesn't get in your clothes so wow. let's, yeah let's think about that spiritually right like water is 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 in us and outside mm-hmm. of us. it's in when we speak and what we breathe in it's it's everywhere we can collect it well let's go back to thinking about water being alive conscious mm-hmm. and uh, a conductor of ener- electricity and energy and then it stores energy mm-hmm so what is this telepathy then? Then what is this connection? What is the entanglement? If not, maybe water. Like water's huge. There's like a, uh, a video going around, like what if water is God? Oh, I think I've seen that one. Yes, yes. That is my latest question where I'm like, it's everywhere. Yes. It's, you, it's not, you cannot escape it. And my words that I speak, what are they traveling? When I say something, an intention, my, my energy, like, is it not flowing through this water? It's a, we don't see it. Right. So, and if it's a conduit, yes, it's carrying that vibration further than you would even imagine. And, and, and it's just a picture for us because we, we, we know that energy flows and that we're all there's this tanglement entanglement like what did they say like the because of the big bang or if you believe in that but like entanglement like there's a piece of rock in some other galaxy that when you move you affect it and mm-hmm. it moves, mm-hmm. right and i'm like dang does it travel through water and then the whole and speaking of space they some people say like water came in on an asteroid or, you know, on a, a comet or whatever, when it hit the land and then we had water, like then where, where does water come from? Like, right. Like <laughs> what is this like magical being? Yeah. Right? That like has it? a sort of consciousness that is so beyond our like intellectual, you know what I mean? that it's bigger than what so what's really interesting about that is like how much try to like scarcity they put around water right oh my god if it's really everywhere there's no scarcity it is the most abundant thing in our bodies and then um they say oh now they say that we're 60 percent water they used to say we were 70% water. Um, we're like 80 to 90% water. We're meant to be 80 to 90% water. Dehydration is so 
That's um, why we're like 50% water because yeah, keep going with that. But dehydration is a huge thing. We're chronically dehydrated. Yeah. There's a book called You're Not Sick, You're Thirsty. It explains so much about health, water, and pharmaceuticals. Mm -hmm. And pharmaceuticals really dehydrate you more. And they don't tell you when you take all these pills, you're supposed to drink even more water because they dehydrate you. Um, But 2% dehydration causes like brain fog and you you can't even function. You're not even at your optimal thinking. So if you're dehydrated, you're not thinking straight. Right. And if they're over here saying, oh, you're, we're 60 percent water they're, um They're stating something that makes us accept us less than than we I should. mean, they do that with our brains. Right. <laughs> we only use 10 percent of our brain. Well, yeah. what else? Like why? OK, you told us we use only use 10 percent of our brain. Then we are programmed to believe we only use 10 percent of our brain. So we're not going to use more of our brain unless you're a critical thinker. You know, and you, if, if you're the type to just accept what you're told, I'm not, <laughs> but then that's what you're going to believe. So now if they're going to just mess with the numbers yeah. and tell people, you know what I mean? Then they're actually dumbing down and like doing a disservice to exploring the intelligence of the water in the body. Beware of those spells. Those are, those are spells. They're huge. They're huge. Anything that anybody, I just want to say this to anybody, any, anything that you hear that makes you feel less than, don't believe it. Why would you? You know, at the end of the day, we know through so much um, knowledge now in quantum physics, spirituality, manifestation, universal laws, we know what how important it is what we believe. Why would you believe anything that makes you less than? We, you know, I just saw this, uh, I'm an actress too, and I just saw the Hot Cheetos movie. Some people were saying, it's not great. It's terrible, blah, 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 whatever. I saw it. It was so inspirational. And the whole movie is about like, don't give up and really believe in yourself. And this man quantum leap from being a janitor to being like lead, uh, he was like marketing manager of the Latino market. Like he went from janitor to like CEO type stuff. Like, mm-hmm. and I just I laughed so hard because it's like, they the the matrix teaches you like um third dimensional like oh well in order to get to this and that you have to do this and you have to get that and you have to do that and it's, it's a process but in the quantum field like you can go from janitor to ceo but well we don't hear that enough and we need to hear these stories so that we like no it's possible right and some people did it without hearing the stories because they believed in themselves so much so whatever works for you for me i really do believe in myself that much i'm a little cuckoo's that way but it's so nice to hear it Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I always say to people like, why believe what doesn't empower you? It doesn't even matter if it's not true. You need to believe what empowers you because you will become it. What is truth? Right. In this weird world, like what is like truth can be at this point, truth can be fucking anything you want. So make <laughs> up your own truth of like the nth degree of, you know what I mean? If we're skewing facts at this point skew your own facts in your favor that needs to be a bumper sticker skew (laughs) your own facts because it's what you know it's what empowers you we need to be empowered we feel like don't do this wear this you can't do this if you don't follow this you won't be able to have that and it's like we are divine like we are baby gods of our own right we get to Mm -hmm. co-create with universe Mm -hmm. And who are you? Anybody listen? Who are you to tell? Like one thing I loved when I act, when I did Arbon, because I did Arbon for many years and, and there's so many gems that came with doing that, uh, 
being with that company. And like one of the, one of, there's like a few phrases that have kind of always stuck with me. And one of them was like, are they paying your bills? Yeah. If they're not paying your bills, why do you care anything that they say, think, or, you know, of what you're doing or anything about you? Are they helping you pay for your life or, you know what I mean? It's like, then no, then why do we care what, I don't care what they, everything that everyone you think they care, they're just a, it's just a projection of where they're lacking. It has nothing to do with you. And And like what we were talking about earlier, like with this situation, you know, that I've come across in the last like two weeks, I'm like, okay, I see that there's pieces of this that are like really great. And anything that's if it's not fully aligning, I'm really learning. It has nothing to do with me personally. It's a relationship thing, right? So it has nothing to do if I'm like beautiful or not beautiful or intelligent or not intelligent or like, you know, it, it has nothing to do with me. It's just, it is going to be what it is and it's not going to, And but, but the old me would be like, oh my God, they didn't act a certain way or call when they're supposed to. And I'm just like this ugly shit person. And you know what I mean? And I'm just going to be like alone forever. Like who know, you know? And it's like, no, it has not, all of this stuff has, we're all like, so on this singular journey, it has nothing to do with us. It has nothing to do with us. And really at the end of the day, people don't really care what other people are doing. We're so caught up in our own thing. Right. Right. And if they act like they care, they they really don't. They're just displacing and not looking at their own shit and doing their own work. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. when you look at your own shit and you do your own work, you don't care what someone else is doing. So like my dad instilled that in me when I was really young, I was 16 and there was these girls that didn't like me because one of their boyfriends liked me and they wanted to like kick my ass or whatever. And they like, we were all bowling and they kind of started coming at me. So I left the bowling alley and I went to this McDonald's and I called my dad and I was like, can you come get me? Cause mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm not going to stay in this situation. Mm-hmm. And they followed me to the McDonald's and I'm sitting inside and my dad walks into like these girls, like standing over me. Right. And like one of them, I think like spit on me or something. Oh <laughs> and you know, they saw my dad and then they left and he didn't, say anything on the way home of like what's happening you know whatever he just said you know Sarah he's like the only reason why they care so much about you and your life is because they have nothing going on in their own life true and from that day like when I look back like I didn't know obviously in that moment that that was like such a pivotal moment to my like development and psyche and my life but it was from that moment that I was like I'm going to go out and just go be like the biggest me I can be and like get out of this town and like go do something where I have a life that I don't, you know what I mean? I'm going to become bigger than this and have things going on so that I transmuted it. It, You mm -hmm. it. And it was like my motivation to, to become a bigger person and to become you know, and not just be someone that's sitting at home in their thing, worrying so much about and being in everyone's business, you know? Empowerment, empowerment, right? Like, oh, so many people sit in what other people think. And it's like, you're, you're not, you're, you're, you didn't, do you really think you came here just to kind of take everybody's crap? 
you have gifts and everyone's advice. Like, I don't know how many times people tell me, like, you know, I'll be telling a story, then they tell you what they think you should do. And if you run it by yourself and you're like, that doesn't resonate, like that's your own shit. Now you have the choice. Are you going to, even though it doesn't resonate in your being, it doesn't sit, it's not going through your water and it is not flowing, right? Are you going to listen to them because you just gave your power up and they must know better because for no reason, but just whatever, or are you going to come back in alignment and feel your flow of it and be like, that's not my truth. And that might be your truth, but that's not my truth. So are you going to follow what they have to say and change your whole life? or moment or thoughts about something, or are you going to sit in your own knowing and what's flowing for you and what your truth is and, and stand by that and continue to follow that. And every time that I've done that, it's worked out in my favor and it's gone against what, I mean, a small example years ago when I was putting all my stuff out there to get a voiceover agent. It was like November. And I did this huge mass emailing, right? And everyone's like, no, this isn't the time that you do that. You do it in April. Like no one's going to take you on in the holidays. Like you, and everything in me was like, no, you write this email and you send it out today. You're not waiting till April. Like, what is that? And it didn't happen like within the month. But come the new year in January, all of a sudden I wake up one morning and one of the agents has reached out to me mm-hmm. and we're like, we would love to take you on. You see? And it was just me coming back to my knowing and had I like waited, they could have filled their roster with someone that's a similar voice to mine. Such a great example. Such a great example to listen to you. Like, yes, the whole world could be burning down and telling you you're crazy. The whole thing with the little girl, the peasant girl. Right. Mary showed up to her. She went to the village and they called her crazy and poor and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, that's a really great example. And to live by like, did the Virgin Mary show up to you or did they show up to Fran down the street? Like, there's a reason. And and there's another saying in in, um, Ifa. I learned a little bit about Ifa, West, West African tradition, Ifa. There's a saying that's called, um, if you see it, you're meant to work with it. Mm. Other people can't see what you see. You're seeing it because you're aligned with it. You're seeing it because it's part of your purpose. And if a business that you um, that you invest in, uh, a new group of friends, a trip, um, a product, a, what, a book, whatever, you're going to go now do learn a new trade, whatever it is, because you feel called to. Did the Virgin Mary show up to them or to you when they're telling you you're crazy? You remember that? Like, I always remember that. Like, I'm seeing it. I'm meant to work with it. I'm seeing it. Like, there's such a privilege in that. Like, there's such an honor in that, right? There's a responsibility in what you see, you know? A lot of us have a lot of discernment. And we see the news differently. We see these politicians differently. We see people differently. We see products differently. We see movies differently. We see the programming (laughs) happening. Right. There's there's honor and privilege and responsibility in that. And some people don't see it and we want them to see it, but maybe they're not meant to see it. Maybe they're not in their own time. They're going to see it. One of my biggest things through the pandemic that was like spirit kind of just yelled at me and they're like, who the fuck are you to decide Mm. when someone's going to awaken? 
who are you to decide someone else's path? So good. It's not up to you. It has nothing to do with you. You need to turn into you and lead from the front and live by example. And like, it's, it's not for you to decide. So stop shoving things down people's throat or getting mad about stuff or even getting internally upset that people can't see something that might not be their soul's journey in this lifetime. And it's has nothing, once again, it has nothing to do with you. And awakening is violent and scary as hell. I barely survived. Why would I? I mean, we, right. We've all had those like choice points where it's like, I, I don't really know if I can go through this one anymore. Can I just one ticket off the island, please? And Spirit's like, no, you're going to sit in the crap of it. I, I came to that same conclusion at one point where I was like, what? How? I barely survived this world. Like I barely came out the other side. I don't ask me how I just, the only thing I ever recommend people going through stuff. I'm like, just go through it. <laughs> just keep going. Um, because really wanting other people to awaken that journey is is not maybe not everybody can go you can go crazy people have ended their lives it's that serious and working on your shadow self that you know whoo, that dark night of the soul like yeah we are not in a position to put anybody in there because like when you start thinking of everything you went through everything that you had to accept and overcome and transmute and what you lost it, it was very painful. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm just like, mind my business. I'm just like, mind my business. This is what has come in my lane. This is what I've been aligned with. These are the people that I've aligned with me. And I am not going to, I I used to have these readings, these divinations. My my best friend does divination and this, this shell work and stuff. And I we used to get all, the, I always used to get the same reading of like, you have all the resources. You have tons of resources. You have everything you need. And I would sit there and be like, but, but how, where? And now I realize like, do we do? We have everything we need for our frequency right now. Uh-huh. We want that. But it's like, no, no, honey, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're going to get there, but not when you don't see this. You've got to see the- Or appreciate this or like, yeah, you can't, you, by the laws of the universe, you cannot- you absolutely cannot. It's it's parallel lines. And until you move up to the line, right? Mm-hmm. You have to grow up to it. And, and I, you're not going to get there. And yeah. I had a big awakening with that in when my ex-husband and I broke up and I'm on the train from Brighton to London in England and I'm reading the book Oh, what is the name of this book? I'll think of it in a minute. But I, the way she was talking and it's like, she was talking in such an elementary, not spiritual aspect of that. The way she wrote this book was so like- Left brain. Very like, yeah, like grounded third dimensional aspect. And it was about that she uh, was starting a real estate business and she wasn't getting the clients that she wanted. And it was literally like, you need to like, if you want these big paying clients, you need a level up to get to the same. Why are these clients that are up here going to dip down to you? You need to go up and meet them. Otherwise it's never, it's not going to align. So when the healing came, when we broke up and I was like, I was meant to continue. And I was already rising and continue to go. And he didn't want 
to go and he was actually going deeper the other way well by the laws of the universe we had to break up even though we were married we absolutely had to break up because we are on completely different frequency paths that it cannot it it just cannot and it's fine right and it's fine people every my mom used to say every every head is a world he has his own universe his own right and we that has to be respected Mm-hmm. I was before where I was like, well, why doesn't this person get it? Why, why don't people think like me? Real really- quick. The book was, excuse me, your life is waiting. Excuse me. Your life is waiting. Yeah. Oh, sounds good. That was the book. Look, man, talk about books. Like books will, you're one page. You're just like, I see it. It's like a fun house when all of a sudden a door opens. You're like, I didn't know the door was here. And it's like, totally. Oh, Right. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people have their own journey and they have their own purpose and, and nobody's beneath or above like everybody. It's like a like a big giant clock with all the cogs and the wheels. It's like if that wheel stops working, even though all it's, oh, its only job is to go round and round. <laughs> if it stops, we're at, we're all at. Right. So, yeah, you know, uh, I, I yeah, I, I learned to like know everything is as it should be. Worry about yourself. You want more, go get more. Um, the language that I learned with a business is leverage. Like Brenda will stop feeling like you don't have. If they keep telling you you have all these resources, learn to be grateful. Learn to open your eyes and learn to. Here's what the word I learned later: leverage everything you have, everything about you, your relationships spiritual tips for everybody everybody needs to learn entrepreneurship and 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 business because it is spiritual and because when we're talking about leveling up and raising our frequency it all has to do with the same language and we even go back to water being a language of money right so like leveraging um that i speak spanish Right. Mm-hmm. How do you leverage that in your business or in your spirituality? Now I have two communities to reach out, leveraging what I have, leveraging that I don't, my bills are not that high because I've always lived with family. And, you know, while people, you know, you know, think, oh, you know, you don't have your own whatever. Okay, great. I don't have these huge bills. What can I leverage? Like we should never be feeling bad for our, whatever our situation is. We should see it for what it is and leverage. Right. Mm-hmm. And being an entrepreneur at working with, um, with this company, with Kangen and the community itself, man, I've learned so much and I've grown so much spiritually. Um, you can't, by the way, you can't, you can't do business and work with people uh, because we have to build teams and not ascend and not learn. You, you, you get hit like a Mack truck, but water, here's the thing when you're, when you're working with water, water is so gentle. Water will, it's a mirror. It, it always goes like, look, look at yourself. And you're like, so much work to do. But it's so gentle and it's and how it it's just graceful. Um, so um, anyways, the the how does water attribute to like money, right? So like this is something I learned within this community. Mm-hmm. Bank. What's a bank? A bank, you know, originally the water bank is a bank of water, right? It's like where we store water. It's a bank. Well, what's a bank in the financial system? It's a bank of money. That's where money is stored, right? Um, liquidity. What is liquidity when somebody sells off and now they have their, their, their money, right? Um, what else? Um, uh, cash flow, water flows, right? Wow. I never really looked at, I mean, cause we talked about it. Like I said, briefly that night you were leaving the sound bath and you dropped, this is the subject I really wanted her to bring to the table. 
Cause that, it was like that conversation, maybe like we need to drop on a podcast about this. Um, so you gave a little bit of like a little bit with it, but I've never even looked at those correlations of the total terminology that goes. Yeah. And, and, and hand in hand with the flowing of the water and, and what it is to be and money, what it is to be rich and wealthy, you know, wealthy. Wow. Wealthy. And it starts with your body. Are you hydrated? Because you're not hydrated. You're not in prosperity. You're not in abundance. You see how it's connected? And it's like, they want to tell us you're 70% water. You're 60% water. (laughs) Excuse me, sir. You're taking away my prosperity. I am not 60. I am not 70. I am not 80. I am 85 to 95% water. Claim your inheritance claim your riches, right? Like why is the water riches? Well, we need it to function. There's also minerals in the water. Like these bottles of water do not have the minerals because they're dead water and the minerals are what, anybody thinking about electronics, electronics have crystals, quartz crystals, everything, mm-hmm. this, this laptop. Mm-hmm. We have crystals in us. I saw this whole documentary that blew my mind. There's crystals in our brain that are called magnetite. Magnetite. Do you think that our thoughts are magnetizing and bringing us things into our reality? Um, I don't know. We have crystals in our brain called magnetite. There's crystals in our teeth called appetite. We have appetite crystals in our teeth? I'm very enamel. Shit. <laughs> we have crystals everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Think about crystals of its own did you know that crystals are basically solidified water crystals is ancient water frozen and they've always yeah they've always talked about like i'm if you're watching this on video i'm wearing a lemurian quartz crystal and especially quartz yes holds information so this lemurian quartz crystal and this here my larger lemurian quartz crystal has ancient wisdom and coatings that are in these structures that if you sit with them in meditation, you can program them. I've programmed these two to share their information together. I can sit, and this is really cool. If you see this indention here, right? Mm -hmm. Um, On Lemurian quartz, there's, so just if you're not, if you're just listening, there's, I have like a finger indention on the side that was just naturally there, right? So this quartz, but this Lemurian quartz is about, what would you say? That's like six, six inches long, maybe seven. Lemurian quartz has these, I don't know if you're gonna be able to see it, but it has these lines across. That's how you know it's Lemurian. It's a little cloudy and it'll have these ridged lines that go horizontal. Well, you can, if you run your finger over them while you're meditating, you're accessing the information inside the crystal. What's so cool about this one that I've had since 2007 is that there's this just natural indention for the pointer finger. Then I can wrap my hand around it. And while I'm meditating, I can run my thumb up and down the ridges to get the information and to sync with the information. Even if I don't consciously know exactly all the time what the information is, it's coming into my subconscious and my vibration. Mm-hmm. That's so beautiful. And we have, when we were now thinking about that, right? Let's think about, okay, we have crystals in them. We know we can program crystals. We have crystals within us. We have magnetite, all different kinds of crystals. Now think of television and programs, mm. programming. Mm-hmm. 
Are you, I can't, let me tell you something. I cannot sit through TV and I'm an actress. I will not sit through commercials. I do not sit through news. I do not even sit the programs. Like if I like a program, I'm watching it from beginning till end. And it's like every six, not even like six months to every year is when I'll find one program that I'm like, I gotta watch this. But I, my, yeah. my body, and this is where I'm like, I, I'm like, I know, I know that I'm connected and that I come from some other place because I just cannot, my body rejects it. I cannot sit through it. Because it's like, it'll suck you in. I get headaches. I can't even listen when the TV's on. It hurts my ears because some people are naturally just, you're, you have that discernment. Your body has that discernment and you just cannot be around certain things. One of those being, you know, those television, you know, things. And how do I manage, how do I maneuver this as being an actress? I just trust that the programs and the stuff, the people I'm going to be around are just aligned with me and I just let it be, you know? Yeah. You know? And so- and you're there too. Also, my friend and I talk about this being an actress as well and being super spiritual is like, you're bringing in an essence and a vibration that through your voice and through them mm. seeing your face, that even though you might be a part of these programs that are programming, you're actually, your frequency is infusing an awakening in there, whether it's a conscious or not, or you're planting a seed. So you being in the spiritual world, but also being drawn to this weird structure that could be deemed as like bad or whatever you're actually part of infusing the awakening and the consciousness in through this medium like a little crystal mm -hmm. <laughs> right a walking talking little you're actually like counterbalancing the uh, programming so beautiful because i really sat with that even to doing voiceover and like doing commercials i don't like commercials like i i know what's behind all of it right but i'm like but I've been told numerous amounts of times about my voice, right? Yeah, me too. So then I look at it is that anything I'm sending out there broadcast wise through my voice, I might be saying this, but the energy that I'm giving, right, is this. That's so I'm part of a bigger network in a sense of information where I'm awakening you through this. And then I come to this platform, that's my voice, but I'm doing the work that I meant to do. It makes me feel like how much more empowering and now, now I'm going to do this before any show recording or whatever to pray. Like before I do an interview, I'm the same way as you. I, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. It's going to flow. And before I'll just pray and like speak through me, right? Like, like I'm a vessel, like how much more empowering one can be by just doing that prayer yeah I'm going to do this work but like really I am not even speaking I'm you know I'm the vessel mm -hmm. that that is so beautiful um the other thing I want to talk about is the Akashic records right where they say that it's our reptilian brain in the back mm -hmm. job one of these beautiful ladies in our um in our wake community that I'm a part of um that it is through water that you access it. And of course, the more dehydrated you are, the, the less you're able to access it. Why? We were talking about uh, water being the information, the crystals of the minerals also being um, bringing information and bringing electricity, right? Voltage into us and flowing. So like water is really important. Um, like I said, not everybody can afford these machines. Um, there is financing and we have really special great programs for people to be able to have one. And the, the company wants you to have them for free. And there's a, there's a way to do that but meanwhile what do you do you pray over your food and over your your body and I, the other day i woke up and i literally just gave thanks to everything my eyes my hair my skin and i i will i felt so great um your water you are crystals right like how can you wake up and be thankful and how that changed my whole day 
Like honestly, just doing that alone. Well, think about if you haven't, if you're listening or watching and you haven't looked up Dr. Emoto's study on water, right? He came out with this, I believe it was like maybe somewhere in the 90s or early 2000s. And his study of water is having water where talking to it and putting words on it is all really negative and then having water talking to it and putting words on it all really positive and then put it on them under the microscope and seeing what the crystals look like and all of the ones that had the negativity the crystals are dark and black and missing things and not beautiful and all the ones with the positivity they're like the most beautiful like breathtaking images you've ever seen now coming back to the the us being 95% water, right? Like we're going to just throw that 60% bullshit out the window because it's bullshit (laughs) that if we're, yeah, if we're having mental thoughts of negativity about us, if we're speaking negativity about us or somebody else, right? And we're black, we're, we're literally changing our molecular structure, like into being icky. So it's like, once you see that, And it's hard to do because we have programming, right? So it's like, once you can override those programmings that society and the programs have in the, in the ads and the blah, 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 to make you think the X, Y, Z's, and you start blasting yourself with positivity, you're going to change your molecular structure to beautiful crystals. Yes. And you will radiate and you will probably physically completely change. That's happened. I've heard people do it. And, 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 and we put so much judgment. I can already hear people going like, oh, you know, it's vain. I didn't want to, you know, do that or like, but oh, you know, I'm vain as fuck and I don't care. I'm like, well, let me say something about vanity or beauty. Yeah. You know that people heal faster around beauty than on not when they're not around beauty heal faster hospitals. There's been studies done on, um, regular old white sterile hospitals and then they put people in 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 hospitals that have beautiful gardens and views of the gardens and paintings and they're not all white they heal mm-hmm. faster so we put judgment on this like i put makeup on today and i normally don't wear my makeup on and i and i love wearing makeup and i don't wear it because it's a chore and i rather do other things like sleep <laughs> but when Girl, I you do- need a five minute makeup plan then because i can do this so fast i'm like and i'm not I'm- even- I'm rusty. I was able to do that. Maybe my friend says the same thing. She's like, girl, 10 minutes. I'm like, no girl. I said, it takes me forever, but, um, beauty, right? Like people gravitate towards that. And, and it's not, you know, you know, it's not just like, oh, she has makeup on and she's beautiful. No, no, it's, it's inside and out. But me, when I see myself, mm-hmm. I'm healing myself by seeing beauty, regardless if it's makeup or not. So when you wake up in the morning, you're, you, you know, I mean, I don't have the perfect body, but I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful to my knees. You do that have the perfect body. Well, we do, right? We change have that. You do have the perfect body. Oh, yes, yes. Right. Words, right? Spell. Words, mm-hmm. spell, right? So how do how, when somebody asks, well, how do I begin to deprogram? Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, you, you need to stop watching the things that are, I couldn't, my brother, may he rest in peace. He used to watch such violent, you know, stuff. And I just could not. And, um, 
what are you watching? What are the channels that you're following on social media, for example? Who are the people that you're listening to? What music? What like? I can't even listen to music. I literally I don't listen. Like yeah, I can't. I have even. a little station that plays um house music when I'm cleaning because that's like it's like they say house music is like uh, the same rhythm as your heart. So a lot of people that's why they like it. And mm. then I listen to like spiritual like arias. Uh, you know, those are my two go tos. Like I can't listen to music. So what are you listening to? And then every morning just giving thanks and before going to bed it's the simplest thing and then try i the i remember uh one of the spiritual leaders i don't know if it was a dalai lama or another one who said something so beautiful and again not no nobody's perfect but he said something so beautiful where he said it the 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 prayer is in every breath the prayer is in every breath The, the gratitude is in every breath so can you every day and every breath that you remember that you catch yourself can you give thanks for that moment and eventually your whole day is the prayer. You don't have to sit in meditation. You don't have to just go and pray. I'm like, it's time to pray. What if every breath was your prayer? And every time you were like, right now, I'm so thankful. So thankful to have met you. I'm having so much fun. Like I'm literally in the back of my mind going like, thank you more of this. Like I love, like I'm, you know, like in these moments that you can do that. I get to, this is my life, right? And some people may not have that and feel like, that's not fair. I didn't have this five years ago. I, and 10 years ago, I used to be like, I want to sell online. I want to be, you know, on TV. I want to have cool friends. I want to do the sound because I would just see it in other people's pages. And then she looks so cool. And I'm not cool like her. Right. Well, here I am. I'm pretty cool. <laughs> You're pretty cool. You just went to Morocco. You're so cool. <laughs> Morocco was so beautiful. Um, but here we are, right? So it just, it's a process. Yeah. And you can quantum leap, meaning you can go from, nothing to everything go watch the hot cheetos movie that man went from nothing to everything because he believed he had this knowing he had this gift that he just pushed right so patience and persistence patience and persistence um the last thing i wanted to say about water and this is what people can go look into we remember during the during the pandemic i don't know but i know people were listening remember this people were saying mandates are not laws and everybody hated them and boo you're not you're not complying. And it's like, uh, no, actually they are true. That's true. What they were saying. Yeah. We are under the jurisdiction of maritime admiralty law, which is the law of yep. water. The law of oh, water. I didn't know that that translated to the law of water. Yes. And our constitution is the law of the land. So mm-hmm. they have infiltrated yeah. the law of the seas, which basically we are being ran by pirates because they've put the law of water onto the law of land and where this is the, their jurisdiction, but they brought it onto land. So we are working with two jurisdictions. The constitution, the original constitution, which there are two, is the law of the land and the law of the land supersedes this. But because, I know this is going to sound crazy and noodly to people, but because we've been tricked into the this law of water, um, and this is nothing against water, it's just the law of the sea. And you know what happens in the scene? It's like pirating, right? So we are basically being pirated to the cellu- to the cellular level, cellular wow. level. So maritime admiralty law. This is why we have all these terms that are in about water, because this is the law of that. We are in the law of the land. And uh, I just wanted to throw that out there so people can start researching and looking up that stuff. It's fascinating. Mm-hmm. But whenever I, when I say these things, I'm not. I, I don't ever want to say something that makes people go those bastards they're the enemy they're evil it's like no no knowledge is power mm-hmm. how can you use this and they're to- just the shadow right and you can they're just a, a macrocosm of the shadow 
And they're also part of like, where have we given up our power without even knowing it? Right. Where have I watched TV and followed the Kardashians and went shopping? And- I mean, never that one for me, but yes. <laughs> where have I kind of like done that instead but of But in like- other ways, yeah. And asking the question of like, who am I? Where am I? Why am I? What is this? I remember when I was 18, I had my first job. I worked at Radio Shack. No longer exists. But I used to be like, how do people survive? I'm like, I was working like, I think at some point full-time and I couldn't pay for stuff. And I'm like, how do people who have kids and don't have an education, how do they survive? That was an awakening for me, right? So I started asking questions. And as I started asking questions, books started coming to me. I remember this one friend for one of my birthdays said here and gave me this book called Behold a Pale Horse. Mm -hmm. That's another (laughs) conversation. And that was the beginning of my awakening. And I literally, when I'm reading this book and I felt like, I looked up and the world was glass and it just shattered. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and that's where knowledge is powerful. Not to feel like if you start feeling angry and enraged and you want to take revenge, you're wasting your energy because it's I a think that's part of the process of it coming up. It's like any grief, like you're going to have the stages. So there are stages of the awakening. There are where you're going to get so fucking angry. There are where you're going to like go down 1 million rabbit holes there, you know what I mean? And it's all, and then you come out from the other side. So like, I'm in this place of just complete surrender to, I'm not even angry anymore. Do I have moments where I'm like, really? Like, are we like, just hearing that, like, really, we're going to 60% now, fucking hell, like, come on. Like, it's just like, uh, but then you keep going and it's like, well, what do I need to do? What's my part in all of this? My part in all of this is my reconnection and my alignment. And that's the only control that I have is how I'm showing up mind, body, soul, spirit, X, Y, Z, you know, to all of this is to go back into my alignment and take my power back and envision the world as I holding it in love and light. And that's all I can do. Because yeah, fighting, it's like Abraham Hicks 101 even talks about it. You know, she talks about what you don't. So like, let's take it back to the Trump era for all of those people, right? You didn't want Trump in office so much that all of us, you have all these people that want him in office and you all these people that don't want him in office. Guess what's going to happen? He's going to go into office because everyone is putting a massive amount of energy on this one thing to happen to not happen, but it's going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. So it's going to happen. So if we want this peaceful world and we want to take back from the one percenters or the blah, blah, blahs or the they's or the pirates or the blah, 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 right? Those of us that are on the awakened journey and can see, right, that have gotten the information have cognitively understood the information we can keep holding the vision together and literally shift a timeline even if the timeline's going down and i believe we already have shifted those timelines because the pandemic was a perfect timeline to go down a complete path to completely being enslaved and it didn't happen And it didn't happen and it got shifted and all these things that even in the spiritual community, this is going to, you know, like where I stopped listening to people that have dates and this is going to happen. I stopped listening because I was like, what's what you're actually even now feeding that negativity. Mm -hmm. 
you're not, we need to jump beyond. I don't fucking care anymore. So you're going to give me a timeline. I'm going to say no to that. Rejected. Yes, it is. It is your inner voice, your inner knowing is so much more important than the outside. And, and how do we give consent? People always ask, like, how do they, how, what do you mean consent? Focusing too much, talking about something too much. You're giving consent. Well, how? You're giving your, literally your energy. People don't understand like uh, voting in the spiritual realm. We go and cast our little vote for politicians. I'm like, that's not how we vote. We vote with our energy. That is the jurisdiction that they do not have. Their jurisdiction is paper and it's 3D. They're not in the 5D. So in the, so they can't go to the 5D. They can't. Vibration isn't even, that's why they're trying to keep people from going past the fourth dimension because that's where it ends and so how do we do it you focus on you your loved ones what you love build they they might be screaming the world is ending okay well i'm gonna build and if the comet comes or an asteroid comes i listen with my last year how my brother passed and everything i've been through i'm like yeah death happens like this and you know you're not promised these days and i'm gonna live my life to the fullest and you know what i rather live happily than so worried about this is gonna i'm like Yes, you want to prepare. Yes, you want to do as much as you can and be responsible. But you have you 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 do more for society and for people and for yourself by waking up with gratitude, doing something beautiful, feeding yourself good food, being around good people, because you're magnetizing more goodness, right? We have magnetite in our brain. So mm-hmm. that's how simple it works. I know it's hard for a lot of people. And if you're in in a moment right now where you're struggling, it's very hard because basically what you feed yourself is what your body's going to want more. The more crap that you say, the more crap is you're going to have, but you have to start. And it is like, you know, the tide, you know, you know, controlling the tide, but you got to start little by little. Um, and it's what you watch, what you listen to, who you speak to mm-hmm. and giving gratitude. So it, you know, yeah, so nothing is going to be that easy. Nothing is going to be that. It's not meant to be easy. Um, because we are in a struggle. We're in a, most importantly, we are in a personal internal struggle Mm -hmm. of, you know, do I deserve goodness or do I deserve crap? That's it. And if you think you deserve crap, you're going to go and be a part of the crap. If you think you deserve goodness, you're going to find the goodness. That's it. Mm -hmm. And you can shift it. I just wanted to share the story because it just happened. So, you know, I went back to doing restaurant work, which has been really interesting on so many levels. It's really like, I I never thought I was going to go back and I'm there. And sometimes I'm there and I'm like, I really don't understand why I'm here, but okay. Like the, you know, the journey took me to go back to this place and I work for a raging alcoholic, raging, right? which is interesting all in itself and like going back into an an environment with the knowledge I have and the clear clarity that I have and like you know people like he is gonna like treat you like this and whatever I'm like no he's not gonna treat me like that right because I'm coming in with a different vibration Mm -hmm. well one like two Sundays ago he's starts drinking at like (laughs) 11 o'clock in the morning, pulling his own bottles of wine and just going to town, have some friends there. By like, let's say like two, he's kind of coming at me with like some pretty intense energy, right? And he's wanting me to wait on him and his friends. And I'm like, I was advised that when you are doing your thing, you take care of yourself because they don't, he doesn't tip. So like, everyone's like, don't. And he'll just figure out his own stuff. He's like, well, do you want to tip or not? 
I'm like, well, of course I want to tip. He's like, well then come, you know? And he's like, really like getting at me. Right. But I'm still like holding the energy. And I came home, like I came home and I was like, okay, that was like a lot, you know, but I'm not bothered. I was just like, we're not doing this right. Mm -hmm. You can go be in your alcoholic world, but you're not going to infiltrate my world with your bullshit. I'm (laughs) claiming this, right. You can be over there. And if the other servers want to give you the, the power to have them treat them like that, but we're not doing this. And the next night I sat into meditation and I got fully in alignment. I got fully in my power. And I was like, I just like totally like, I was like, like guided to be like this. So I'm completely a conductor. Right. And I pulled the energy in and I envisioned and I protected myself and I threw the energy at back at him. And I was like, never fucking again, never fucking again. Are you going to come at me in any energy? that is not to my highest good and alignment and speak to me on any level that's less than. And you're not going to come with your alcoholic demons right now and in your alcoholic sickness and state. I'm clearly here for a reason. I'm not sure what it is yet. I'm holding a, in some reason, I'm holding this like pillar in this place that I never knew existed until I started working there of light. I, I don't know the work I'm doing on a grander scale. I, I It has, hasn't shown it to me, but I'm obviously whatever. And I was like, literally like, like throwing the energy back. And then I'm brushing the energy off of me, right? For one week, he could not look me in the eye and he couldn't talk to me. I believe it. And then finally we had a funny interaction on Sunday morning. And he told me to mop and I told him I don't mop. <laughs> and he laughed like, because like I just banter with him. Right. So, and he never want, he won't, he barely can stand next to me at this point because I took all the power back and I said, no. And I just claimed all the energy of how this is going to go. And that was a teaching to me. I already am pretty, pretty acquainted with my powers. Right. But that's how much I'm like, wow, if I can do that there in that quick of a turnaround and it worked because I was so committed to what this outcome was going to be and how I demanded to energetically be treated. Yes. Where can I put that in other places and start claiming bigger and deeper? And now with the knowledge of this conversation and working with the water, like learning, you know what I mean? What else can we throw around? Because the, the one of the stories that I wanted to tell you, which I talked about it in a previous episode. And if you want to hear the whole story of when I go into Dolores Cannon's QHHT hypnotherapy um, session, I have it recorded. And you I would- your own session? Mm-hmm. You can hear Ooh. the whole recording of me in the hypnosis. I have, it's, we have, it's the, the episodes in two parts. So the first episode is, I'm with Kate and she's explaining QHHT and the history of it and her work with it. And then the second episode is my actual session recorded. So she gave me the, the uh, permission to be able to post the whole session. So what came up in this session is uh, my whole life where my cabin sits in Northern Minnesota is at the top of a bay. 
Mm. So it goes, it goes out and around a little bit. There's like a, a, a little island over here, but it's looking out to this big lake, but it's like kind of like offset a little bit. And the cabin sits at the top of the bay. And in dream time, I'm, it's my portal. So I'm, I'm constantly going to the bay, going into the water, of the bay, and then I'm shot off to different places. So that we, that came up in the pre-session because you sit and have like a whole interview with her in a talking process before you go into the hypnosis. And the whole process is eight hours long, right? Mm -hmm. So I was in hypnosis for two hours and we talked for six hours prior. So this bay and this dream and something somehow came up. So she brought it into the hypnosis and what came to that is they started teaching and there's more teaching about water in the beginning and a whale comes up and I'm in the middle of the ocean and mother earth and all this stuff. So you can listen to that on your own time. But what came into this teaching was the conductiveness of water was the information with water. And they said, the reason why she has, she, this is her, it, it is her portal. This portal was set up for her in water because of the conductivity of water and the information that's in the water helps her go where she needs to go to do what she needs to do in dream time and in the astral traveling. And that then they showed me how on my own, I can actually, when I'm awake and going into, I don't need to now just only let it happen in in dream time that I can go into meditation. I can put myself in the bay and I can work with the water to then astral travel myself into a motherboard. Yeah. Where then once I get to the motherboard, so the, the water portal will open me up to the motherboard. And then once I get to the motherboard, I can choose to go anywhere in that circuit in the universe Whoa. and go find any information that I want to find. And my vehicle to do that is through the water of this portal of the bay of my cabin. I believe it. That is amazing. That is amazing. <laughs> it's no coincidence. It's it, it, in water. We're so connected to water. People don't even know. And for me, for many times, I, I've also got divination about water, water, water. It's it's just, and I do believe. I'm curious about people who are spiritual. What how they're connected to like water, because it's it's it, it, it is the conductor. It is the living you know essence. And um, that that is amazing. That story about the energy. I have felt it. I I. I don't think people, those examples, and I don't think they fully believe it, but they should, because I have my own story where somebody was doing some healing work on me. And then I felt funny about what they were doing. And cause they were too close to my head. And I just did this. I just, I, I just said in my mind, I'm protected. And I said this light and they started coughing and choking <laughs> in the moment. And I said to myself, Whoa, like we, just because we don't see it or feel it doesn't mean it's not happening. Look at that example. Look at my example. It's like it, if you knew without a shadow of a doubt that you were like an X-Man like that, where you're like, would you not be doing that all the time? Yeah. And in ways that bring in, like you want this abundance, you want this life, you want this vision. Like God and I had a conversation the other day where I was like, okay, how am I supposed to, I have big visions of what I'm supposed to show up on this earth. And if I'm limited resources, how am I being able to go to my fullest potential and expression? So where's my disconnect? Mm -hmm. And tell me what I need to do to shift this. 
because in where I'm at now, I'm and and where I'm wanting to go in this lackness of whatever I'm trying to say at this moment, I'm not able to express the vastness and the and what I know is where what I'm supposed to be giving on the scale that I'm supposed to be giving. And I need resource to do that because in this dimension, we still travel on certain type of resource. Yes. And I think a lot, this is where I started shifting my thought. I mean, I was, I, I was, I, I, at one point I was like, I'm Jesus. Like I call the butterfly to my finger, but then I, I remember going like, this is not going to help me in this realm to help people. They need to relate to me. The people that I'm going to help need to relate to me. And I cannot be this holier than thou. Mm -hmm. And I started to be less, I don't do this. I don't do that. And I, and, and and yes, you can call me all kinds of names. It's okay. I'm spiritual and it doesn't matter. I was like, no protection backbone. You will not do this. I will not stand for this. And Mm -hmm. when I started to integrate the balance and matter of fact, I had a reading in when I was in Guatemala and this man was like, when you talk about like why you're here, he was like, you are meant to be in a leadership position. He, and when he said this, I knew it was true. Cause everybody says that to me. And I'm like, I don't want to. Every time I've been in a leadership position, I hate it. I hate everybody. Nobody listens. <laughs> I do too much work and I don't get paid. That's that was me before. He was like, you have the perfect balance between the light and the dark. Mm-hmm. He said that it freed me. I was like, Oh, I don't have to be a little goody two shoes. I can, I can stand my ground and be powerful. Cause I'm all about empowerment. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what it is with you. You have the perfect balance that you, you're not going to people let people trample you, but you're not going to trample. Right. And you will be able to lead that's with that. true power. Actually. Yeah. Can you pause for one second? I, I just, yeah. I have to pee really bad and I don't want, I like, I don't yeah. want to just end this. Cause we're like, I really like where we're at. Okay. Yeah. That I've, I've came to that same thing, especially like, you know, for the past, like two years, I call it my solitary confinement. I was like in solitary confinement in a way I was not out really in the public besides like doing some healing work and some sound baths and stuff. Three years, no alcohol. Right. Mm -hmm. And really guided to like clean and do all this stuff and get really internal. And I know I've always balanced the dark and the light and I have a great understanding of the dark and I've walked down many paths that are like just fucking crazy, right? But I've always felt that as I'm doing crazy stuff, I'm throughout my life, right? In my twenties and everything, I'm also studying the light, right? And harnessing the light, but walking in the weirdest paths of the dark Mm -hmm. and constantly oscillating between back and forth, back and forth. It's like, one minute I'm hanging out with like elites of Hollywood. And the next minute I'm like the next day going to lunch with my Russian hippie friends that take five years to wash one leaf for a freaking salad. You know what I mean? Like just kind of like dabbling, like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And so I've lived like this really like clean life over the past, like three plus years or longer. Right. And the other day I drank. How did that feel? And I got wasted and I danced mm-hmm. with my old coworkers and sang and we loved each other. And I woke up the next morning and I'm like, I had the best time and I needed that. And I needed to be human and I needed to celebrate 
And I don't have any regret that I drank. Like it doesn't mean anything. And I like most of the time now want to be sober. I do enjoy, I don't need it. But Mm -hmm. the fact that I now have come to a place like it's okay to let your fucking hair down for a moment. It doesn't mean that you're less spiritual, less clean. And I know how to cleanse myself and I know how to protect myself. And I'm not in the space that I was before where I didn't understand my empathism. I didn't understand uh, in, in the shamanic teachings, like alcohol would make me puke. And I realized later I'm actually transmuting dense fucking energy because I was at a dive bar. You know, I didn't understand. I didn't have any tools to like walk through this life of being a super sensitive, super like, um, person. And now I have it because I took so much time out. I built up my tools that now I like, look at this as being like going, having a glass of wine with someone. It's okay. And there was such freedom in that. And it, it's bringing me back down to that human connection that I've, because I've been in this so like uber spiritual, like solitary confinement, whatever Mm -hmm. I need to come back to humanity. And that's why I laugh because I feel like that's why I'm at this restaurant too, is like, I needed to come back to earth for a minute. And I also needed to infuse my light into, I guess this place. Well, think about it. Like we come from this, where where do we come from? I I think we come from a very beautiful, spiritual, perfect place. Why would I want to be beautiful, spiritual, and perfect here? Why did I choose to come here? There's many reasons, but why there's, there's an appeal to this place too. Like we should be having fun. It is when, again, go back to consent. We come from victimization. Everything was horrible before because we had no control. We had no power. We didn't understand that, that we were being manipulated and swayed and we didn't have a choice. Now I choose everything I want to do. If I don't want to do it, I don't do it. If I'm going to have a drink, if I'm going to go do this, that, and the other, where other people may think like, oh no, it's like, I'm going to live my life. I am human and I am spiritual and I am not a victim of anything. And I don't want to feel like I'm better than or less than because I did this. And I really reject, I really reject um pagan and i speak about this the the spiritual bypassing and the whole like oh i'm better than that and Mm -hmm. and goody two shoes and like people acting like they're little seven-year-olds like you are a grown adult you are a grown adult that's a little bit mental to be walking through the world like you're 20 something 30 something 40 and you're like (laughs) to me and yes that's a little bit of judgment that's a little bit of judgment and i apologize but (laughs) And here's why I judge it. And there's a reason I don't defend myself. I grew up with like, my trauma gave me mental issues, emotional, almost mental issues that I couldn't decipher what was real and what was not. So Mm -hmm. for me now, my health depends on like, I need to be around grounded people. I need to be around real people and people that are airy and flighty and just not grounded. I'm just kind of, I can be around you because you're dangerous because you're dangerous. And, and maybe that's my programming and maybe I need to work on that. But the reason I say people are dangerous is because there is no, I can't trust you. Like, like I just cannot, you know, invest in you and doesn't mean that you're a bad person. It just means that I, I, for the sake of my health. And as I've moved on, I'm like, no, I, I, my circle is small and, and everybody is solid. 
like in my circle, like what they say is, you know, nobody's perfect, but they're solid. Like, it's not like they're saying one thing and then there's different somewhere else. Like, you know, and, and, and that little flightiness and stuff like that. I'm like, you're on earth. 3D, 5D, 3D, 5D, like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, you're just yeah. 5D in it all over the place. I'm like, and this is why spiritual people have a hard time with money. Because you're like, hmm. and money's ground and money's part of the 3D reality. So the real mm-hmm. power is, yeah, can you be spiritual? And can you have so much control that you can accept money as a tool, as a resource that is much needed, right? That is not, I rejected money for a long time. Money is evil and money is greed. And That's programming too. That's like another aspect that's had been programmed in to like keep you down from your greatest expression. I channeled once just a simple sentence. Money is the expression of God. Yes. Like it, it, it's a tool to be able to, in this realm, do things, do things on the scale that you want to do them in the expression that you want to do them. I love beautiful fabric and clothing. <laughs> yeah, I love I've kept that from myself my entire fucking life. I don't like this sweatshirt that my friend cut and gave it to me. I mean, it's great for a day like today, but like, I like fine fabric and you should have it and you and should, I be- should have it. And you're not, the, where, where is the limitation coming from? Like you, some people have it without money. You can be gifted it. Like we get so caught up in the dollar. And yes, if you look at the history, I get it. But guess what? You nobody ever keep it's circulatory. It's like I have this dollar and then now I have this blouse and they have the dollar. And then now I have this dollar again and now I have a trip to Morocco. It's like you're never keeping it. It's no. just an expression of your abundance. And if you really believe you're divine and you really believe that you are meant, I really believe that I we are meant for prosperity, we are meant for abundance. Why would I, why, why would I reject it? Yeah, money. It can be problematic in the 3D, but the more you hate it, people are out here hating money and they're like, and I, I hate being broke and I hate money. Yeah. <laughs> they hate the money and they hate the broke and they hate the people that have the money. And then they hate this and they hate that. My parents are, hate money. My parents hate money. It doesn't make any sense. I'm like, why are you so, we're fine with just having the little bit that we have. Why? I'm not fine with it. <laughs> I believe there should be more. There are because- a lot of, millionaires and and billionaires who are fantastic people yeah fantastic and like what it can it's funny because like we were talking about my wedding yesterday with a group of people and like you know someone's like I wouldn't spend fifty thousand dollars on a wedding and I was like why not if the if the universe is abundant and money is limitless and why not have an expression my wedding was so fucking amazing the marriage wasn't the wedding was because my parents gave me $15,000. His parents gave me $15,000. I got to do whatever the fuck I wanted with it. He didn't even care what I did with it. No one cared what I did with the money. I just got $30,000 to throw a party. Mm-hmm. What did I always wanted to do my whole life was to throw a party. It wasn't about the wedding. I didn't care about having a big wedding. I actually wanted to get married on a cliff with a shaman in Sedona in a gold dress. Instead, mm-hmm. I got married on a cliff in Malibu overlooking the ocean on an estate in a fucking princess gown. And it was one of the most fun evenings I had. And I took this money and I was working in events during that time. I got everything discounted so I could stay within my budget because I knew all the vendors mm-hmm. and I got to play and I got to use my creativity and I got to express 
this party that was so beautiful that people still talk about with like a live band the entire time an awesome Texas barbecue. And like, I like stole from one of our, when I worked at Fig and Olive and we did like a buyout Oscar event, they <laughs> left these boxes of Moet champagne, like these little mini things. And each box was like, I think like $500. I stole a bunch of boxes <laughs> before they came back and picked up the end of the rest of the inventory. <laughs> and I passed out many bottles of actual real champagne so upon cute. arrival. You got your little mini bottle and your glass. I had a red carpet for the out-of-towners who'd never been to LA or hadn't really whatever that I designed a backdrop for with the logos of all my vendors, I made a logo for mine and my ex, you know what I mean? So you got to walk the red carpet, you got your picture taken. So you got a little slice of Hollywood. Then you got to come to this beautiful estate that was absolutely gorgeous. That was on the perfect day of the year where this, where the sky and the ocean meet, there's not one cloud and you don't know where one ends and one begins and had like, it was, I don't, it was just like, why wouldn't I spend $30,000 on that? And here's where people do not understand how it works. And I only say this because I experienced it. People are so afraid to spend, like our machine costs like $5,000. I was afraid. My mom was sick and I was still afraid. I had the money. Uh, I didn't even, I was going to finance it. I couldn't, I didn't get approved. I literally got a job acting, which I said I was. I was like, I'm just going to get a gig and it's going to pay for it. It did. And I was afraid to find, to pay because I, I was like, am I really going to spend $5,000 on this machine? And you know what God said to me? Do you really think I'm going to give you $5,000 once in your life and that's it? No, you're not going to get anything else ever, ever. <laughs> I like, I, God said that to me. And then I said, okay, God. And I, you know, and, <laughs> and let me tell you, I, when I started, I, I didn't know anything about the business, but this is the mindset. Once I spent, I actually in total spent $10,000 because I, I got the whole package. I got the shower for my mom and I got the, the uke on the turmeric. In five months, I had my money back for my machine. And in like eight months, I had everything total. That's how fast, because this is high ticket items in the business. But here's where the mentality changed. Once I spent the five, $10,000, I was like looking at other things and $10,000 wasn't a lot. When I was looking at like, oh, how do you, um, uh, cause I wanted to get into like real estate and buy houses and rent them or whatever. I was like, oh, we only need 20%. The old Brenda would have never said only 20, uh, $20,000 I can get a house. Like, so, so number one, that's a huge thing of like what you spend, you expand. What you expand, you expand. And, and, and of course it helped that I got my money back, you know, the return on investment. Here's a number two from just doing this business, I've been able to have like $10,000 months and $13 months. So that now I'm like, oh, so these people that make 25 to $50,000, like that's going to be me next. You cannot manifest if you are not first, really your believability is open to go like, oh, that's next. And it's like, you really believe it. Mm -hmm. So if we don't believe that we can make $5,000 months, $10,000 months, the first thing that we need to do is do something to get us to believe. When I said you wake up in the morning and you say you give thanks for everything that you do, that you have, it sets you up for a success because you, the feel good, if, 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 if you're depressed and you're having a hard time, you better get your butt to watching something that makes you laugh. I usually go to Gaia TV and I watch all these crazy things that make me go, oh, this problem isn't that big because look at the universe. And then I leave there like, okay, bigger, I'm bigger than I think. And, and if you're not doing the walking, the, the gym got me out of this funk. If you're not, you know, 
spending time with like this is why I've been doing the the sweat the the sound baths with you because it's like I know it's helping me I love talking I love talking with you I love being around the people the music everything's helping me I'm like if you're not doing that because you're so broke and I just must <laughs> then then you're not doing the very first thing that you need to do which is put yourself in situations to succeed put mm -hmm. yourself in situations that are going to expand you you went to the restaurant you would never thought like, why am I doing this? And other people would be too good for it. And like, I'm not doing that. I've already done it. But you're like, okay, spared. Okay. And you just had a wonderful time and everything that you're learning and that wonderful time, guess what? You're magnetizing yourself to bring in. You stop judging what makes us feel good. Be responsible. Yes. But stop judging what makes you feel bad because guess what? Nobody's perfect. And all these people, honestly, all these religious leaders who are like better than everything, than everybody else. I'm like, that's a freaking cop out. Okay, everybody, like Mother Teresa and all these people. Okay, it's easy to do that when you've like sent or you're not even in the 3D. You, you, you're like, I'm in the world and I got to do this. No, 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 no. Live my life mm -hmm. growing up in, in the hood in South Central LA and, you know, around the drugs and the drive-bys and, you know, come out not a drug addict, come out not a drug dealer, come out, you know, with not, not all. <laughs> Oh, not dead yeah it be in the world but not of it right the guy Jesus Jesus said that like that those are the heroic people the people who choose to like not run away on top of a mountain and be like I did it I'm better than everybody you're on the top of a mountain away from society yeah of course you're but like you're you know there I don't know if I've talked about this on the show so that's this is for other people but between you and I spiritual teacher Carolyn Miss who I absolutely adore and love um she's wrote some really great books one of them here is sacred contracts if you haven't oh, read it that's like life-changing but she in one of her other books she's like okay so you do this enlightenment so you get all this information so whatever what you should not do is then go live on a top of a mountain what you should do Power. is go deeper into the city and yes. spread the knowledge and spread the light and spread the work and help the people there. You're copping out, but I can't be around people anymore. I need, your tiny. I need to live on top of a mountain. No, you're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> when people are like, oh, this person's not my person. I can't be, I don't know if I like that person. I'm just kind of like, let me tell you something about Jesus. And I'm not religious, but I do some things. I'm like, that's valuable. Jesus didn't go away because he was holier than I'm, I'm God's son. <laughs> you are all sinners. He went into the brothels. Went he deeper. went into the leper. It, he went in. When, so when you say like, oh, you know, as an actress, like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I get it. Belly of the beast. Yeah. Belly of the beast. There's a reason why I'm not leaving LA. And it's like, no, I'm here to do my work here. I'm not meant to go, like, I'm not going to go live in Sedona. Sedona was actually never a place to live. Sedona was a place where the natives would go for healing and then they would leave. You're not meant to live there. You're meant to go there and get the knowledge and the healing and the energies. And then you're meant to go back out and spread it out. So like I even had a spiritual healer tell me, he's like, you're no longer in vibration of LA. When you went there, when you were 20 years old, you were in vibration, you're no longer a vibrational match and you need to not live there anymore. And go where? <laughs> where am I going? <laughs> because when I tune in, I'm not being called anywhere, but sitting on the top of this little rock overlooking the valley, having people come to my house at this moment in time, walking with my dog through the neighborhood, changing people's lives every day by her because she's just cute and everyone smiles when they see her. We're doing our work. 
it doesn't matter if an LA and I are not in alignment anymore. Yeah. Clearly we're in alignment enough because then going back to the beginning of this episode, I would leave because I'm up here and it's down here. Well, clearly we're still meeting in the middle somewhere and something's happening. But in most places on earth, the darkness that is instilled in this city still needs the light. If we all left and stopped doing our work here, it it needs the balance. Yeah, and the work is internal. Like everything is it literally what Gandhi said again, he's not perfect, but Gandhi said something very valuable that everything starts within. It's like, okay, you want the world to be less uh, you know polluted what are you doing you know you want people to be less angry are you are you watching posts and commenting angry things like like really go back to the water what you're doing is being sent off in flow through the water in the air and it is affecting everybody what are you doing because unless if you and for everybody who's like oh you know we're everybody's a spiritual healer these days and we are because we affect each other but like Heal yourself first. Do for you first. Have you transmuted? Are you a different person than you were? Do you, in situations that repeat, are you choosing different? Are you looking at things different? You're winning. A win is a win. Again, going back to the Cheetos movie, a lot of people were saying uh, about Eva Longoria who directed it. It was a bad movie. I'm like, as a Latino person and as an entrepreneur, I, I was very proud. I cried at the end. I'm like, a win is a win. I don't care what people say. For me, it was a win. For my community, it's a win, right? So- mm-hmm. And when we can look at, I, I could, I could write the story of my life from a completely victim mm-hmm. perspective. I could write the story of my life come from a completely just like negative perspective. And then I can write the story of my life where the entire thing is positive, even the negativity. And it is all like, what are you going to choose? What are you going to choose of what it is? Right. And our opinion. defaults because of programming too, is we can easily go into the negative things. We can easily go into the victimhood of things. And you spoke on that at your brunch, Mm -hmm. that that is one of your defaults, which is fine. That's your default. You know it, but -hmm. you know when to pick yourself back out of it. And we all fall in it. I fell into my default the past two weeks. I met someone, things happened and it pulled up all this shit and I fucking spiraled. I'm human. There's medicine in that, right? Like there's a reason, uh, all the bad stuff has its own reason and purpose, right? Like bad stuff, the stuff that makes us whatever. So like, it's not, we're not meant to dwell in it. We're meant to go like, oh, oh, oh. And you know, they say until you see it, then it'll change, you know? So like, it's okay. So the best thing to do is to sit back and go like, hmm, why, how, is it? everything, anything, any situation, like, why did I meet this person? What is this thing? You know, what am I supposed to see? And then have the balls, sorry for the language, to take action on things. Like, mm-hmm. where everybody's so afraid of like, you know, like even like this podcast, some people might be like, I don't want to do the podcast. Like, oh, I want to, I don't want to host a podcast. I'm like, guess what? Failure is good. If you think failing is like, if I do this and, and nobody, you know, likes it or whatever, it's like, but you learn something. You're doing way more by actually doing things. And people, again, I dropped the $5,000, $10,000. You would think that, there is no, what, what beauty is there? What lesson is there in spending? I learned that I could spend $5,000, $10,000 and be okay. And now I'm looking at bigger investments. Had I been afraid and never done that and just said, I'm going to just go get water for my friend forever for my mom, not having her drink the fresh water, where would I be? But that took balls even if I had the water. I mean, I had the money. Mm-hmm. 
right? And that's something that people, it's hard to understand, but anybody watching this who's done that, who's actually been like <laughs> invested in something and then you see the flirt, you know, the, 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 the blossoming of that, you're like, and then it changes you. And you're like, okay, here's 25 here. You know, it's the- Well, opposite. I used to think my rent was so expensive. And when my ex wanted to move in this two bedroom apartment, I was like, it's like almost $2,000. Like, how are we, you know, and I've lived in this particular apartment mm-hmm. for June 1st was nine years Wow. with 2152. Well, it's, it's capped at the moment. Like, so they haven't raised it right. But, and now seeing what rent is out there, 3000 and something, and things have changed. I'm like, my rent is cheap. Like, why did I, you know, or flip it back when I left Minnesota or like I spent some time back there in between living here, like during the recession and they were building down the street from my parents' house, three, $350,000 houses. And they were gorgeous houses. My friend and I did a walkthrough, right? They had like wine cellars in the basement and this thing and that thing. And it seemed like a lot of money, like a $350,000 house. Like, wow, that time you had to be, you know, whatever. Then you come to LA and it's like a smaller house without the wine cellar. And it's a little box is like multi-millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're like, that's affordable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it just is is like changing this perspective. And once you level up, like what's really been interesting at, and there's a lesson in this for me and I haven't fully grasped it, but going back to this restaurant, like the other week I was there for nine hours. I walked with $114 and I'm like, wow, I haven't made that much money doing work, especially this type of work. Actually, since the night Trump got elected was probably the last time I made a hundred dollars on a shift. I make four or $500 on a shift. Why am I at this place where I'm making $60. Like what, what is the deeper thing? I have, I don't have the answer yet. You could even maybe have the answer to me by just as an outside reflection, knowing my, you know what I mean? But I'm finding it really interesting. And I'm like, all the roads led me to this place, Mm -hmm. alcoholic, whatever, this other, like a, a, a romantic situation sprung from this place. I'm shown that I'm not being reflected back what I've did two years of work on of my own value. Mm-hmm. But is there still a disconnect somewhere? But these are all what I'm sitting with. Or is it something, you know what I mean? Like, it's really interesting to me. I'm fun. I mean, there's a part of it that's also kind of fun. Yeah, because I'm like, Whoa. What you won't know it until here's the thing until... later like like last year my life was falling apart I was like why and now I'm like whoa like I'm starting to understand like I'm starting to understand I'm starting to understand why everything happened and it's sad and beautiful but I'm like it goes back to like you and your purpose and the things that you ask for and the things that you're meant to do and what how you experience and know and challenges and you know it's all connected it's all connected and um the last thing that I want to say to people that it really empowers me is 
I like to view the world as choose your adventure. Like I, I've already chosen the the struggling actor, the struggling artist. That was fun. I, I had a lot of fun. My God, these parties and hanging out with all my actor friends. I know that like the back of my hand. I started this new entrepreneurial journey of like, great God, thank you. I love that. I don't know what it is to be filthy rich. I would love to experience that. And yes, more. And that's what I want. And maybe when I, and people are like, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. I'm like, I, I will be the judge of that. And maybe when I get- <laughs> totally, and then we'll podcast about it when we get to the other side and we actually have something to, you know, yeah, and when I get there, there, I might be like, eh, not for me. And I might sell everything and I might go live in a hall, but guess what? Choose my adventure. I have right. Right. To live how I want, choose my yeah. adventure. And have the experiences that you want. I've been playing a game right now. Like I love Years ago, I went to the Breakers Resort in West Palm Beach. It's an old money, old resort that's been around for a long time that my ex and I loved it so much that we bought the video of this old man talking about the entire historical thing of this resort. Like, And we would watch it all the time. We loved it so much. <laughs> I want to go back to that resort. It's a $1,000 plus a night room resort. Ooh, what an experience though. I want to go back. And my joke is lately, well, it's not a joke because I'm actually serious. I just want to go stand and be rich. And I want to wear this outfit over here in this resort and be rich. And then I want to walk into that jewelry store that they had really cool pieces and buy them and walk out and just be rich. And I want to go to the bar and have a martini being rich. And I want to drive up in an old caddy convertible and be rich and get out rich and wear rich clothes and, and order my cappuccino again with the little biscotti that it comes with while I'm laying in bed with the seashell sheets with the rich smell, being rich. I just want to so go over important. here. It's so important to do that. It's so important. And I want to go to, I want to travel the world and go to Michelin restaurants and wine pair some just really crazy ass food that some chef went on a huge journey to France and studied with this person and worked in that kitchen and whatever, and then came back to his roots and then decided to get the stones out of the river, which inspired this dish that's literally half a bite, but costs $500. And, 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 and here's, you know, if I was like, okay, if I was a coach, right, I would be like, and where can you start that right now? Maybe you can't go to, but like, this is how we manifest. Like they teach us all the time. This is why I love entrepreneurship and network marketing because they're like, go, go to those fancy restaurants, have a coffee, sit down, look around, look at these people. What does it feel like to be in there? Have a coffee or, you know, go to a fancy restaurant, just have a glass of wine at the bar. What mm -hmm. does it feel like to immerse yourself in that life? It is so, the people who know you are, your picture is so clear. When you have such a clear picture, you 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 it gives me goosebumps. You're gonna manifest it even faster because there's people out there who are like, I, I want to have more and more money, Rich, but they don't have a clear picture. I struggle with when I don't I don't have clear pictures, but when I do, I move like hotcakes. It's like manifesting like this. But my so that's my my um my kryptonite, right? It's like clarity. Like I can manifest really fast, but I have to like you know get get the picture. So where and for everybody's listening, like wh what is it that you want and where can you where can you assimilate or uh, when you where can you have that similar experience in the simulation? Remember we're in a simulation. Where can you trick yourself to be in that place so that you magnetize it faster? Right. Mm -hmm. Is it, mm -hmm. is it wine, wine tasting or can you find a Groupon ticket and go and dress up? You're not going to be in that outfit, but can you trick yourself? You know, this is the reason why when I went to Morocco, I bought this necklace. It was $500. I've never spent, I've never spent anything. I don't even like shopping, but I was like, no, I want to go and spend something 
crazy that I don't need on something. And so I can walk around and just be like, I bought this in Morocco. Yeah. So people are like, what do you mean? When did you go to Morocco? Right? Because that's the experience that I want. I want to tell people about it. I want to be stamp my experience of like, I work hard. I went and did this. I've suffered and I've also had joy. Who cares what people think? People may think that's a waste of money. You know, it's like, no, it's then not. that's their thought. Did you Here think it is. money? No. Does it bring you joy? Great. But more than that, this is not a waste of money when you know that you are fluid and that you are prosperous. I, I accept prosperity. What is five hundred? What is five hundred dollars to a ten billion dollar uh, account that I will have one day? This is a drop in the bucket. But people need to, and and maybe it will never happen. Maybe it will, but I cannot go like. <gasps> and every time I look at this, I'm like, I shouldn't spend the money. <laughs> I'm magnetizing that. I'm like, no, I deserve this and more. And actually, you know, when men are around me, they should know I'm expensive. I like gold. Like you need to provide. I also yeah. gold's also a conductor. It is. I have to be and a healer, and it's a healer. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. What a lovely time. What a lovely. It was time. very such a lovely time. Thank you for your time and your energy and your water. <laughs> You know, I'm going to take you water. I'm gonna, I, I, I didn't take you last time and I haven't because I had to clean the machine. I just got new filters and I want to have it really fresh. Um, anybody watching, uh, they, I do free trials if you're nearby. And we'll put all the information in the show notes. So you'll have links and everything. And then I'll send you stuff on, if I can find that workshop with the glaciers and, uh, the global warming. Oh, event. I would love that. That's a kick out of that. Yeah. Well, thank you everyone for watching and listening, and we will talk with you again soon. Bye. Oops. Are you there?